What the fuck is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Untypical Podcast where I talk to guests about weird things that they're into or just weird things in general. So on this week's podcast, we have someone who is part of the ABDL or the Adult Babies Diaper Lover Community. So the name is pretty fucking self-explanatory, right? Like they are adults who like to behave like babies and they also love wearing diapers. And when I say that they love dressing like babies i mean everything like they like playing with teddy bears they like uh probably wearing the same clothes that babies do they like sleeping in cribs so i'm not going to lie before i spoke to this person i just thought that they dressed up like babies and then they fucked but i mean as usual i was fucking wrong So I'm just going to say listen to this podcast with an open mind and uh just know that these people are not fucking your babies. So like don't shit on them cuz just let people do what they want, man. Just fucking just let people do what they want, honestly. So without any further ado, let's give him a call. Yeah, hi. So, uh like I was saying, welcome to the podcast. I really appreciate you agreeing to come on here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Right. So, uh I'm just going to jump right in. Okay. Uh how how old are you? I am 25. 25. All right. So, uh what exactly does uh the it does ABDL mean? Like the full form. Well, uh, um ABDL stands for adult baby diaper lover. So, what what exactly does it entail? like when you say adult baby diaper lover what exactly goes on in that well it's many different variations adult baby diaper lover is um or abdl it means it it means a lot for example for myself it means um it's two different spectrums you can be an adult baby where you are you like the aspect of wearing a diaper um being treated as baby being um being caressed being loved by your mommy or daddy or caregiver and then diaper lovers are just people who just love just to wear diapers and use it in a sexual aspect wait so it's two different things like ab and dl are two different things yes so uh, when you say that uh, you like acting or behaving like a baby does that mean that you like acting and behaving like a baby in all aspects like you like eating the same kind of food that babies do you you sleep in crib and and all of that the feeling the feeling is yes yeah yeah but i don't always do it you don't always do it it's just like a part of your day or is it how you feel all the time is it's just a part of my headspace your headspace what do you mean like uh, do, do you always feel like this or do you feel like this like only for a couple of hours a day only for a couple i would say only for a couple hours a day it's part of my headspace where i feel like whenever i want to escape or ever want to um release myself away from the crazy society of the world i just go on just i just get into my headspace and just relax and enjoy being the um the ab that i am oh so it's a form of release it's it's just to it's like a stress release correct so when did you first realize that uh, this is the way you wanted to release your stress wow um it was i was very very young i was very very young i um realized that i had a very very fondness for um 
diapers when I was around 11, 12 years old. And I've noticed that a lot of people also, when I talk to them, it was the same around that same age as well. Wait, so do you wear a diaper like through the day? I can. So in, like, so can, can you just run me through what your like average day is like as an adult baby? Well, whenever I have the free time, what I usually do is I would, um, before I go to bed, I'll wear a diaper and go to bed, wake up in the morning. Um, and then I, a diaper for me is just like regular underwear, except when I have to use a bathroom, I just use the bathroom there. Oh, okay. And uh, so can you, t- so you told me that this acts as a stress release for you. Oh, uh, but does it, does it also like, is it also a fetish of some sort? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, so, so it sexually arouses you as well? Not all the time. Not? Uh, not what do you mean, not all the time? Um, When I'm in my headspace, when I'm in my little mode, when I'm in full-fledged, full-fledged little mode, and I want to feel like I'm a baby, I do not have a sexual ass. I do not have a... I do not have a... Um, uh, what's the word? I don't Sexuality? have that... Yes. I don't have sexualness inside me unless it's consulted by the dom or the um yeah unless it's con- um, consulted by the caregiver or dom that wait, I'm wait, playing. So, so so you have a so this is a dominatrix uh submissive thing it can't yes okay when i'm when it for myself when i'm in a um position of playing with someone that has a much more of a dominant figure like a daddy or mommy or caregiver it's always for me it's always considered a ds relationship Oh, so you have a dominatrix. So, like, is it a is it like a classic BDSM relationship, or is it like only like baby play? Well, it it depends on the um the type of play that you want to make it. Um, it's what I like the difference between a master and a baby. It's just um the 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 master you don't it really doesn't have to give out so give so much to the submissive. Um, in terms of the daddy, the daddy is willing to give as much. Um, attention and as much time and and care to the submissive. Okay, so uh, how does this like affect your uh, normal like daily life, like your job or your college or your school? Uh, just being an adult de- baby and wearing diapers, how does this affect that? Well, I never usually bring it to um, the attention of my everyday regular life. I usually, when I'm done with all my regular life, when I'm done with dealing with everything in the actual world, I could come home into my room and close that off, close the regular world off and become the adult baby that I am. Oh, so it's just sort of an escape from... Uh the everyday world just for yourself correct so why do you think people have like such a bad image of it i mean i'm sorry to put it that way but how do you why do you think people do not accept this as a normal average thing well it's it's many different reasons why i feel like people are very afraid to understand it um you have that aspect of the diaper itself like actually um using the diaper itself like people find um, bodily fluids a little bit um, taboo and then the fact that a lot of people um, the way they explain it or the way they play it's very sexual and people are very confused of why would you have sex if you're pretending to be a baby but they don't understand that at the end of the day it's two consensual adults that are playing and unless you can um, unless you consent into your play that it's going to be sexual then it can become a sexual thing so 
you said that uh, it's it's two adults playing consensually right so oh uh, so when you say that you're playing consensually is it always a dom sub relationship or is it always like, or can it be like two two adult baby relationship or what what is it like it can be um it can be a ds relationship it can be two submissives playing as two littles and they're just playing and play cards playing car with cars and the um the floor it could be anything age play is something that can be completely different to anybody's anybody's spectrum is what you make it so how does this affect your relationships though like if you ever want to date someone or be in a relationship with someone oh uh, how a- would how would he or she have to react to that well it, it's it's something that um the person will have to either either accept or i was something that i have to maneuver into the relationship i ha- i will have to maneuver into the relationship as well like i don't always have to jump into the gun when i tell people all the time when they're explained when i ex- when i'm in a new relationship i don't jump the gun i don't bite more than i can chew i take small bites before i can explain them the full full situation for example I showed them my teddy bears and I showed them that I used to be my teddy bears. I tell them I watched a lot of cartoons that I had this child meant um childlike um aspects that I like um like coloring and eating food off of a um a bowl with a doggy on it or anything and then I go from there. I slowly explain it to them slowly until they build up the accept um the acceptance to take it a bit step further and take the, either the role of the daddy or the mommy or taking the role of as the little as well. Okay. So uh so you told me that this was a fetish, right? So Correct. and that this and that this sexually arouses you as well. So is this the only thing that sexually arouses you and this is the only way you can get off or is it like uh, you can also or get off in like other ways or you have other fetishes as well. I have other fetishes as well. Right. So if your uh, partner isn't really uh, accepting of this adult baby or diaper loving fetish, uh, you can always just ignore it and is that possible for you? For me, no. I always um there's other people that I can I will have to consent um consult with my partner that there will be oppor- that I will need opportunities to go out and play with other people. and that it won't be considered as it won't be sexual to the other person with the other person right so this is like a part of who you are now correct but then if you do, if you don't feel like this uh, all day and you can like turn it off and on like you said then would it be one day possible for you to just turn it off completely no right so it's it's like a sexuality right it's like being uh it's like being gay it's like being a lesbian it's like being anything like that you can't just turn it off tech mm, how can i explain it um it's not like i don't i don't see it as like being gay like it's not a sexuality thing for um it's much more of a fetish where i can just be like where when i come home i can immediately just turn on the switch of my headspace and I play from there. So at the end of it it's just about uh it's just about being yourself, right? Correct. About being who you want to be. Correct. So I mean I've read I've read up on this and uh I've read up on a lot of controversy surrounding this as well since uh, is this is this whole ABDL thing uh, relatively new compared to other fetishes or has it been like a long time thing it's been a, it's been a while for a very very long time a lot of ds relationships use the caregiver mommy um or the 
DDLG, which stands for Daddy Dom Little Girl aspect into their play sometimes. It's just so, right, sorry, continue. It's just the fact that um it's it's just the fact that when when you bring up the aspects of the diapers, you bring up the aspects of the onesies and being treated as a child, it gets a little bit much more taboo. Mm-hmm. So would you say that you're submissive by nature? I thought I was. <laughs> I I thought I was and then until I started to realize that I love to um help other people out. Um, oh, so you can I'm, switch? Yes, I'm a definitely version. I definitely identify the switch. Right, so you can be submissive and you can also be on top. Yes. Okay, so uh, I read up on a lot of controversy surrounding this, and uh, it. I I just wanted to ask you, and I don't know if I'm putting this right or not, but this has nothing to do with sexualizing children, right? Absolutely, one hundred percent not. We do not sexualize children at all. When I play with, when I play as a little, I imagine myself in this headspace where I feel it, where I can feel as a little. I'm not sexualizing it. I'm not. I'm pretending to be a little, and I love dressing up as a little. But to to say that I am. Sexualizing that little, absolutely not. So, what aspect of it are you sexualizing then? I would say the diaper itself, because when it's full, um, your genitals definitely touch the um the touch the material, and then yeah, it's it's kind of arousing. Right. So it's not sexualizing children; it's actually sexualizing the material and the garment and the and the diaper and all of those things. Correct. Oh. Okay, and uh, have you told like what do your friends who aren't into this have to say about them? They're fine as long as I majority of my friends, I would say eighty five percent of my friends know the fact that I wear diapers and the fact that I am a little a slash also a pup. Um, and they they're completely one hundred percent okay with the fact that um that I'm doing this as long as I don't hurt anyone and I have not hurt anyone. I'm not in jail, and so. They're fine with it, right? Because that's what I think that most people have wrong about this is the fact that they think and they're I'm I'm gonna say straight up they're ill-informed and they haven't done their research, but they feel that uh, this whole fetish is about sexualizing children, but it's actually completely 100% not that. It's Correct. actually about sexualizing the garment and the diaper and the material more than it is about children because that's what everybody has wrong about this right i right. feel the same right and and you just said that uh you you're you're into pup play what does that mean yeah. well i identify as a pup um i take on this role as a human canine i when it comes to my my play as well i don't play as a human i play as a dog so how so so you you switch between playing as a dog and playing as a baby? I can intertwine both of them. Uh, how how does that work? Is that like a puppy wearing a diaper? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So so <laughs> so this so this this is like a spectrum. It it goes across yeah. various things. Yes, it's a huge spectrum of BDSM. And like one thing I love about it is just it's what you make it. It's literally what you make it. Um these aspects of BDSM and these aspects of of everyday life is just so is it's a huge spectrum you just you can make it into anything you want and you can characterize yourself as anything you want i've met many kittens female kittens and male kittens that wear diapers themselves i know many littles that love the aspect and the clothing of being a little but would never wear a diaper and i've met um many people 
that do not identify as a kitten little, they identify as themselves and such are sexually aroused by wearing a diaper. Oh, all right. So it's about, so basically at the most like basic level at the bottom of it, it's about just doing what you want and not putting a label on it. So you don't Correct. have to, you don't have to put yourself in a box of like, I'm an adult baby and I like wearing diapers, but you can also put yourself in a box where, or, or you don't have to put yourself in a box where you're like, I'm a puppy and I like pup play. You can also be a person who likes pup play, but also is into wearing diapers. Correct. Right. I think there's, that that's interesting because, you know, that's what we want in 2018, right? We want to be who we are. Exactly. And even for me, I started to realize with my age play, with my, um, my age play and my pup play, although I... I identify as a male. I'm also love wearing female clothing. I don't consider myself a crossdresser. I just like the aspect of wearing the garment itself. Oh, so 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 you span across multiple spectrums. So yes. it's not only like it's not only it's not only like puppies and like animals as well as little or like babies, but it's also identifying as a man but dressing up as women or wearing their clothes but not being a crossdresser. Right. I just do it because I like the I just do it because I like the clothing. Yeah, I, I find that so interesting because you're just doing what you want without wanting other people to put a label on it. And I don't I honestly don't think that's too much to ask for. I feel right. like anybody should be allowed to do what they want. I do it because I like it and I don't care what anyone says or anyone does. And I'm gonna do it because I paid for it and I've done it myself and i'm very proud of myself and the way i feel about myself to wear these garments out and to wear and to be free it's you know, freeing right so i you so you're just doing what you want whenever you want just as long as you don't hurt anyone else that's that's exactly the, yeah so uh what does your family have to say are they accepting of it um a lot of my family members already know that i'm very kinky into the aspect of um bdsm and they know that i experiment into BDSM. They don't know a lot about um, of the different plays that I do. And a lot of that I keep very personal to myself. For example, the, um, the ABDL, I keep very personal to myself because it does get very taboo. So trying to explain that to my family, they probably will not get that. Um, the pup, my pup play, I, I've explained it to a couple of people of my family. I explained it as me being in a DS relationship and I considered myself as a puppy and it brings me joy to myself and they're very accepting of that. Eventually, I will probably get to the time where I will say, okay, I also implement um, other objects such as diapers and other things into my pup play, um, my pup play relationship, my pup play activities into um, everything. And they'll probably be accepted to that. But at the moment, they know that I don't. I, my intentions when I'm in this relationship is not to hurt anyone. My intentions when I'm in this um, in this community is to gravitate as much information and to grow and to spread that around. So I think my family, when it comes to when it comes to that aspect, they will eventually understand that my intentions are not ill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. So. Uh, do you have some sort of community or sort? Like, do you all have like a meeting where people who share the same interests get together and talk about it, like a support group like thing? We um we have a website called Fat Life. On Fat Life, there's a many different spectrums of aspects of people that are into many on many 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 things. And luckily, what I love about Fat Life and communities here is we have local munches where they're meetup lunches. 
where we meet up and we talk about our lives. We get to in, we get to introduce ourselves as people before we jump into the aspect of the BDSM because people forget that we are human first before we are the people we we are the people we play. I'm a human before I'm a pup. I am a human before I'm a baby. And people tend to forget that. So one thing I love about the munches, it brings us back to our headspace where we can introduce ourselves as humans before we actually go and um, play with people. Oh, so it's sort of like a safe space where you can truly be yourself and have I know everybody in that room accepts you for who you are. Right. It's another way to also engage in your um what's it called? It's another way to also engage in your your conversations with if you want to play with someone. That you go to oh there for example, if X, Y, and Z tells me oh they want to have a play um they want to have a scene with me where they're flogging me and spanking, doing so much impact on me. And then at the end, they want to bring me down to my after. My aftercare will be bringing me into my little space and taking care of me as a mommy or daddy. Like that's a negotiation that we could also probably have during a munch. Oh, so it's a way to find new people that you could play with as well. Yes, absolutely. Oh, all right. So, uh, have you ever come across someone who has openly just? told you that they do not accept this to be honest no oh so in your general day nobody has ever told you that this is not this is just not right yeah to be honest no that's great i'm 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 honestly surprised too but it's also it's fascinating because it makes me it makes me happy that we're in a world where as and i have the i have that characteristics of people trust me enough to know that i'm not doing any harm to anyone or i'm not doing any harm and whatever is in my personal life i keep it to my personal life but i specifically tell the people who i feel that need to need to know this like for example i tell my roommate i tell my flatmates these um that i am abdl and a pup because if, for example, I lost my keys and have to run to work, but I'm closer to the train and they're in the house, I have to call them and let them know, hey, my my wallet is right next to my shelf where all my diapers are located. And <laughs> yeah, and so I, 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 I specifically tell people who feel like will benefit me, will benefit me for knowing and people i feel comfortable knowing that i i do this right so it's about being comfortable with yourself and having other people be comfortable with who you are exactly just as long as you don't harm anyone else in the process of course so so i mean i just have one last question Uh, yes what 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 do you have to say to the people who still believe that this is wrong um get out of your fucking head (laughs) no no (laughs) Um, one thing I would love to say to them is just we live in a society where we're set up to a standard of black and white. Like you would never tell, but there are certain countries that would that kill people because when if they find out that they're gay, they'll kill people. Um, we never live. We don't want to live in a society where it's black or white. You can, you could say that it's wrong all every single time in the world, but at the end of the day, this is something that we love and we do 
I we have a feeling for. This for me is something as an escape to the troubled world that we have out here. And this is my safety zone and this is my comfort zone and this is where I feel comfortable with myself. To those people who are um wanting to experiment and wanting to um at least try, I would say broaden your horizons. Tr- at least try it once. It's it won't hurt it won't hurt to try. Know that you have your limits and know that it's okay to say no. But know that we're not doing anything. We're just broadening our spectrum of color into this black and white world. Yo, that that's beautiful, man. I really appreciate you thinking like that. Absolutely. Right. So, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That's all the questions I had. And thank you for clearing up this whole uh ABDL fetish for me. Thank you for having me. Right. So, have a good day. You too. Okay. So, uh <laughs> I mean what I've gathered from this is that uh he does it as a method of releasing stress. So and that that makes complete and like total sense to me because there are people out there who are beating their wives and beating their children as a method of releasing stress. There are people out there who are killing people, shooting people to release stress. But here we are just fucking shitting on these people. who like to wear diapers and act like babies because they're just easier targets we're scared of bringing up the real issues that are present like the people out there who release their stress in unhealthy toxic ways that hurt other people but when there are people out here doing their own thing in their own house not hurting anyone else we feel the need to have an entire fucking twitter thread or an entire reddit thread just absolutely tearing these people apart because it's easy I mean that that just speaks volumes about who we are as uh, as a society doesn't it and secondly uh, he he clarified the whole point about uh, this entire fetish not being about sexualizing children children aren't what get these people off they aren't into children you need to get that out of your mind they aren't pedophiles this isn't some fucking weird pedophile children loving children fucking shit no they ain't fucking they're not fucking children What they're doing is they're sexualizing the materials, they're sexualizing the garments. That's what they're doing. So you need to stop thinking that these people are criminals. They're not criminals. They're just doing what they want to do without hurting anyone else. And there's nothing really wrong with that, is there? So um as usual, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed and if you have any quote unquote weird interest that you're into and would like to share it with me and the uh, rest of the people listening to this podcast then feel free to email me at the untypicalpodcast@gmail.com yeah so thank you for listening